else did I do and how in love you were? Then came kids, work, responsibilities, and laundry. Suddenly your marriage became the last thing on your priority list. Are you wanting more out of your marriage? We're Jeff and Mandy Rose, and we want to show you how to design your perfect marriage. Join us on our challenges of adventure, commitment, faith, and yes, intimacy. We want to help you make your marriage more. seems like every time we uh, record podcasts together, we get through like one. And then by the second one, we've had like a marital. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact. (laughs) No, that's the truth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we just spent like 15 minutes arguing about like formatting a blog post. So stupid. That's important. Yaman. 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 We just got from Jamaica. That's kind of our our thing now. Yaman. Yaman. I wish I was still in Jamaica. Then I wouldn't have to worry about formatting blog posts in general. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) Okay. So every podcast, we start by sharing a fun fact. What number are we on? Oh, we're on, I think we're on podcast 20. Good job. <laughs> I can't keep up anymore. Podcast two zero. Podcast. Why do you always say two zero? I just do. Okay. Let's not argue about that. I agree. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So we share a fun fact either about each other or about ourselves. And so this time I think we're going to do one on ourselves. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you go first. That was one way to do it. <laughs> See, before we started this podcast, he said, you go first on your fun fact. Do you like how I just switched that up? I did. <laughs> Can't say no now, can you? All right. So here's my fun fact. As a kid, my father and I loved collecting baseball cards. That was that was my thing. And my favorite baseball player growing up was Jose Canseco. Hey, you still have that baseball card. I'd, I had over, I think it was 587 different Jose Canseco baseball cards. I was obsessed with Jose Canseco and it would have been a great investment had Jose Canseco ended up not basically publicly coming out saying he took steroids and then ran out everybody else was taking steroids and his rookie card, the 1986 Donruss that used to be over $100, I think is now worth a buck 50, if that. And uh, anyway, but I had, I was like, everybody knew me as like, I was the Jose Canseco guy because I had all the Jose Canseco baseball cards. Oh, geez. That's a fun fact, right? That there is a it. fun fact. That's a fun fact. Okay, let's see. My fun fact, well, since it was just Christmas not too long ago, this made me think of my fun fact today. When I was little, I would, no matter what gift I would get, like if it was Christmas or my birthday, whatever, if my parents were buying me gifts, every single time I opened a gift, I would always be like, I love it. Oh my God. And I would like be so dramatic and like freak out, like how much I loved it. And I, it's hilarious now because we have one kid that does the same thing. Like it doesn't matter what you give him. He like is like, I love it. Like you could give him like a box full of like, I don't know, rocks. And he would be like, oh, that's probably not a good example because boys love rocks, but like a box full of princess crowns. And he would be like, I love it. I think I just like never wanted to disappoint my parents. And so I would always just like, I love it. I love your fun fact. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't like that one? That was great. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I almost teared up on that one. Almost. Okay. Seriously. I love you. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> so today by popular demand, uh, we are recording a follow-up podcast to a previous podcast, which that one was titled 12 Ways to Be a Better Husband. It's a podcast. It's a post. It's right now. I think it's our most viewed post on our blog thus far. 
And we had several people asking us on Facebook, on Instagram, on everywhere else, you know, when are you going to do a ways to be a better wife mm-hmm. podcast blog posts? And I'm like, yeah, Mandy, when yeah, are you yeah, do Mandy, that? when are you going to do it? Because you need to get on that. Yep. So I did it. So she did it. She actually busted that out. And I've not read the blog post just like the, in the same way she had not read my blog post before we actually recorded the podcast. So today I get to find out how my my wife can be a better wife. It's going to be a surprise. I'm going to take notes. What if you don't like my ideas? Then I'm going to smile and look at you and just say, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're ridiculous. Uh, That's what I am. That's what I am. But the, the one thing I have to say before we get started is that, so with my post, it was the 12 ways to be a better husband. And in the true Rose household fashion, my wife had to one up me (laughs) and do the 13 ways to be a better wife. I couldn't help it. But, but I would also say that if you have to have to have 13 ways to be a better wife and I only have 12 ways to be a better husband. Then that means I'm more thoughtful because I'm thinking of more ways to be better. We could argue that both ways. Okay. Well, (laughs) I just, (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) And you would, and you would, Uh, but just to give you a heads up, just uh, like last time, pretty much since now it's 13 ways, I'm pretty much sure that this is going to run over our usual podcast episode time limit. Like we like to keep it so you can listen to a commute. So this will probably be broken. This will be broken to two separate podcasts, but they will be launched Especially, at the same time. I mean, we could probably get through it if you wouldn't talk so much. <laughs> this is going to be is, fun. Is, there, is that like number one, how to be a better wife, <laughs> not to like disrespect your husband. If not, maybe we need to make this 14 ways. All right. All right. So anyway, let's begin. Let's do it. Number one on how my wife can be a better wife. You want me to start? I mean, this is you. This is your podcast. Yeah, but I, I read some of yours. You know, you did. Did you? Yes, I did. I don't remember that. Yes, I did. I think oh, you, let's, I, this is an argumentative day. I love it. Oh. Yeah, let's. we need to go ahead and do our love habits right now. <laughs> okay, so the first way to be a better <laughs> wife. <laughs> what? I just, I'm reading number one. How, how appropriate for today. <laughs> <laughs> number one is shower him with affection. And then I put like parentheses kind of you go first just for the record it's like 10 17 a.m and i'm, I'm still waiting for my shower of affection <laughs> this way this is like ways i could be a better wife like these are things that i need to work on too oh, okay don't you understand i agree do you feel like that you need to add to this now that we've gone through today no i've got it pretty good here okay, I'm okay. Just checking. Go for so it. shower him with affection this just means like okay so i'm not very affectionate i guess or he says i'm not like i don't ever initiate like holding his hand or initiate hugging or kissing like he's always the one that has to like initiate that And so he always kind of gets on to me a little bit. He, you never realize that men like affection. They like to feel love just like women. I think that's like a general gender. Uh, It's common with both genders. They like, you know, a hug, a kiss. They like for you to take the initiative. And so, and, and for just no reason, like, you know, you have to do it just because like you want to give him a kiss on the cheek or you want to grab his hand while you're walking in the mall to J crew, you know, we could buy something, you know, there, <laughs> maybe if I held your hand, you would buy me something. You know, I, I think something that I, I just had a vision. Like I love whenever like I'm in the kitchen or somewhere where you come up behind me and you just hug me and like you place like your head, like on my back, 
you know, like just, just that feeling of embracement. Like, it's is what, it while you're cooking? Cause I could do that tonight if you cook. <laughs> it, d- d- just, it's just because. Just because. No, no reason. Just because. Yeah. And, and I think it's important. Like the go first thing, because you know, you've got to be the one to take initiative, right? I agree. It's not like, Oh, I, I show him affection. If he shows me affection, it's show him affection first. Mm-hmm. So that was my number one. Yeah. And and like I said, that goes for husbands too. You know, sometimes I think it's a balance and it's not keeping score on like who's doing what, you know, I think it's just drop the scorebook, you know, and just, just do it, you know, show affection. All right. So am I supposed to read number two now? Yeah. All right. Number two, Mandy writes, (laughs) brag on him in public. I guess I'll start by elaborating on this one a little bit. A lot of times, you know, you get together with your girlfriends and what do you do? You like to vent and complain and talk about all the things that you wish your husband was doing. And you compare your husbands to each other and you're like, well, my husband doesn't do that. And I, you know, Jeff didn't help me this morning with getting any of the kids ready. And you tend to like put him down in public with your friends, right? I mean, I think that's pretty common. And I think that women don't necessarily mean to do it, but they do it because like they're with their friends, they're venting. It's just something that women do. But women rarely like brag on their husbands in public. And so this is something that I need to work on just like everyone else, I'm sure. But you know, talk about the good things about your husband, you know, like, yeah, you know, my husband rocked it this morning. He got all three kids ready, got them off to school, whatever it is. And not just like when you're with your girlfriends, brag on him in public, like when you're together and in front of him so that he can like see that you're bragging on him and you know, praising him. Yeah. I think praise is huge, you know, and I think not to belittle your spouse, you know, whether they're there in front of you, whether they're not there. I mean, you would never, I hope that you would never want to talk bad about your spouse. Like, like they're there in front of you. You know, it's just like treat people how you want to be treated. You know, just make sure that you're, you're talking about them the same way that you'd be talking about them if they were present. And I think it's important. You know, I think it's, it's so easy to throw a spouse under the bus. Like, Oh, he didn't do this. He doesn't do this it's not right. You know, it's just loving your spouse and talking about them and, and bragging and and praising them constantly. So that's right. You deserve it, babe. All right. Thank you, babe. (laughs) Oh, you do this one because I'm really bad at this. (laughs) So number three, she writes, forgive easily. (laughs) Talk about the marital just a minute ago. Yeah. I mean, we talked about uh, in previous podcasts, we've talked about how, you know, how, how it's difficult to say those words, those two little words, I'm sorry and mean it. It's hard to say I'm sorry and to get past it and, you know, to to say I'm sorry and not throw the but afterwards, you know, I'm sorry, but you, (laughs) you did this, blah, blah, blah. You know, I feel like with us being more plugged in with church, it's just, it's become more easy for us and it's still not super easy, but it's become much easier for us to forgive easily, you know, to actually to just, it's like, what are we fighting about? And it's funny because actually we were in, uh, in Jamaica here recently and I don't even remember what happened, but we were just conference talking about something. And I said something that came across, I guess just where Manny didn't like it. And then I just felt this immediate tension come over us. And, but we were literally on the beach, like sitting next to a fire in Jamaica. And it's like, why are we fighting? We got up to dinner and we kind of calmed down a little bit. And I was like, Hey, I go, let's talk about this. You know, I'm just curious because what just happened now, or just like, a, you know, 30, 45 minutes ago, 
it's like, you know, what, what happened then? You're like, let's try to figure out what the reason behind it is so that if it comes up again, you know, we can work through it much more quickly. And we decided since we were Jamaica that we had a name for it. And we, we could now call that like the Yaman. 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 Like, Yaman. So every time we argue, we start to argue about something that was really mundane and silly. And we don't really know why we're arguing, but we are arguing then like this morning we were arguing before this podcast and he looked at me and he was like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's sometimes because there are definitely things worth arguing about, especially if you felt that you've been mistreated or, you know, just not talked to or respected in the way that you deserve respect. And there's a way to kind of go about uncovering those feelings. But a lot of times I'm sure every couple is guilty of this is that you're fighting about something that's just like she said, it's just, it's trivial, you know, but I mean, it's something that needs to be talked about, but you start digging on why you're actually fighting about it. And it's almost like, why are we fighting? Like, well, and then it's hard for me to forgive. Like once there's that tension, like I have a very hard time. Let's say it was something that he said that upset me and he says, he's sorry. I'm still mad. Like it's very hard for me to forgive and just move on. Like I want to hold a grudge and I want to be mad for the rest of the night. And I want to be like, I don't care if you said you're sorry. I'm still mad <laughs> instead of just like, okay, I forgive you. Let's move on. And so this one for me takes a lot of prayer because I feel like I was just born stubborn as they come. And so there's really only one person who can change that about me. And that's Jesus. Amen. 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 <laughs> okay. So number four, um, number four is praise him for what he does. And this is different from number two, which was brag on him in public. To me, praise him for what he does means that show him that you are appreciative of the things that he's doing. So sometimes as women and, and wives, we just expect our husbands to do things like, you know, he should take out the trash and he should do the dishes and he should be doing all of these things. That's his job. And instead of, you know, praising him for the little things or even the big things, we just take it for granted. And we're like, he should do that. But the truth of it is, is that when we praise our husbands or when I praise Jeff, at least, you know, he feels respected and he feels like, oh, okay, that feels good. Like I like the praise, so I will help even more. So like, for example, he put gas in my car, just like he wasn't even thinking about it. He just put, filled my car up with gas, which I hate getting gas. And so I could have just like not said anything because he didn't think anything of it. And so I could have just been like, oh, okay. But instead I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> thank you. I hate putting gas in my car. Thank you so much for doing that. And he was like, oh, wow. I didn't really even know you cared. And so now guess what? Like he takes my car occasionally and puts gas in it. So just praising him for the little things will like encourage him to even do more little things, I guess. Yeah. Because I think if you haven't figured this out yet, and I'm talking to the listeners out there. I thought um, you were talking to me. I was no. like, what? You know, men for the most part are ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I mean, get an amen? A new flash. So, you know, when we do, go, it's almost like, it's like when your dog does something good and you're like, good boy, you can give him a treat, you know? Like sometimes, do it again. sometimes men need that. Like we need a little treat. We need to know like, oh, okay, I'll do it again. Okay. Yeah. If I do this, I'm going to get praise. Okay. I got it. Check. Yeah, which kind of leads into number five. Number five is give him direction without being bossy. <laughs> I'm a boss, yeah. aren't I? Yeah. It's because I'm an only child. So I'm, I mean, I'm not using that as a, as a crutch, but I am an only child. So I grew up bossing, being bossy. I mean, that's just, that's the reality of me. <laughs> and so 
when I give him direction, a lot of times I do it with like a demanding bossy attitude instead of, you know, asking for his help. I like to bark for his help. (laughs) What do you say about that? Um, yeah, yeah. I think for me is that it's all in, it's just delivery, all in delivery. It's all in the tone of just how you ask and how you do things. And, you know, it's something that I'll point the finger at myself too. And that's something we were talking about earlier is that me having been in the military, you know, sometimes when I am giving advice or encouragement on how to do something, uh, it comes off very militant. Like, Hey, you need to do, why are you doing it this way? You need to do it this way. Like I'm a soldier. Uh, like you're a soldier, you know? So it's, it's something that I have and I'm my kids, especially like I'm very, you need to do this, do this right now. Why you better respect me. unless <laughs> you're doing pushups kidding not really but maybe i am oh geez no but i think it's all about in delivery it's all about asking but you know sometimes but yeah going back before men are ignorant we need direction yeah okay so kind of that was the point of this one is that men like direction so sometimes i there are just like so many instances and examples that i could give on this one but you know like jeff will be who knows sitting on the couch not worrying about a thing and like i'm running around the kitchen cleaning things like trying to get the kids to bed and he's kind of just oblivious like he doesn't it's like a man's mind like they don't even realize that they should be helping and like so many times he tells me if you would just ask me like just tell me what you need from me just give me like direction like if you need me to put the kids to bed just say hey babe can you help me with this and men like that men need direction so you have to kind of give them the direction that they need without demanding it that makes sense it does it does it does number six number six You're going to like this one. Number six is show interests in his interests. (laughs) I feel like I have improved on this one a lot. Basically, this one to me is, you know, men like different things than women. This is, we've done a podcast on leisure activities. I'm not sure which one it is, but go listen to it. It's leisure activity podcast. I'm a girly girl and I like girl things. Well, News flashed me, my life, I live with four boys who all like sports and dirt and hiking and things that I really could care less about. (laughs) So uh, it's hard for me or it's been hard for me to show interest in the things that Jeff likes because those are not things that I like, but I've worked on it and I've really tried to start liking or at least pretending that I like (laughs) the things that you like. Don't you think? What do you think about that? Yeah, I I think you're doing a much better job. I I went on a two week RV trip, everybody. Like we camped for two weeks. That is showing interest in your interest. Because listen, my idea of camping is a hotel, like a a Westin. Yeah, in case you didn't hear that, that was my eyes rolling. (laughs) I did good. Uh, Like whenever she referred to it as camping for two weeks. (laughs) Because last time I checked, camping does not include running water, electricity, a Wi-Fi. Oh, the Wi-Fi connection was terrible. It was terrible connection, but it was Wi-Fi. But like I said, I love the fact that you were willing to come on that adventure. And I had fun. You know, that's the thing. Like when I actually open up myself and am like willing. Like I knew you would. Like I knew you would. <laughs> oh, geez. Like, let's just move on from this. <laughs> All right. So that is the first six of the 13 ways of how to be a better wife. Uh, as we mentioned before, we're going to uh, cut this into uh, two two podcasts. So stay tuned for the next seven. And she might even add a few by the time we get done. We'll oh. see. Or maybe I'll add a few. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. So, all right. Come out. Uh, 
come check us out in the next podcast where we continue with how to be a better wife. This is the Dollars Roses team reminding you that this is your life, this is your marriage, and only you can make it more. Take care. Take care.